Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. What did you say? Welcome to Postcast. It's the J- Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Warriors really, really, really good. Jazz are pretty good too, but they're not nearly as good as the Warriors. That is not breaking news, but that was clear tonight. I, I think what we saw tonight was uh, the real Golden State Warriors. I mean, you know, there's been some basketball games where I've watched them on TV where teams have been in been in the game for the most part throughout the, the contest, but now I think what we're seeing now is a team that can explode and get the job done very early, especially very early, very early in the basketball game. Was this a measuring stick for the Jazz as far as because the Jazz were pretty good defensively till to, to, to tonight, and so I think right now they have to go reevaluate, you know, how they want to play this team. This game was really the number two defensive team against the number four defensive team. And what I mean by that is that this game was dictated mostly by defense. And until, you know, this game is midway through the second quarter, and it's a five-point game, 30-25. to And that's when the Warriors explode on a 23-6 to run. What I was impressed by in the Warriors tonight, everyone's going to talk about Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. They were brilliant defensively. They, they, were, they were truly brilliant defensively. You know, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm, I'm totally, definitely going to agree with you there. That first quarter, I thought both teams did a great job of playing some very good defense. and But the Jazz missed shots. Golden State Warriors missed shots. and and But the, the fact that they forced teams to take shots in certain areas on the floor where the, dictate, where the defense dictated and had a lot to do with what was going on. The Warriors made a huge adjustment. And, and I think you pointed it out. When they go to that small lineup, and they can switch all over the floor with Draymond Green being the center in, in, in some cases. That's when they really give teams problems because now they're, they're strong defensively, but they're much faster, and, and, and the pace really picked up. The death lineup that Ron's referencing went on a 16-4 to run. Uh, the Jazz actually had a pretty good defensive night. The defensive rating tonight is a 105.3. The Warriors' regular offense is well above that. They just could not score. What jumped out to me tonight, Ron, was how slow the Jazz looked. They looked slow, and I really think that they wanted to to play. They didn't want the the, the, the Warriors to play at, at their pace. Uh, the Warriors were able to get that done there in that second quarter. And in, in that second quarter, they end up shooting, uh, scoring 36 points in that, in that second quarter. It really got some things going. But I think the Jazz was very concerned with the pace there of the Warriors. And, and whenever that they get running, uh, they get to making shots early in the shot clock. You know, that creates a lot of problems. What's interesting about this game, kind of a little statistical note, and I'm trying to figure out what I think about it, and I actually think it has to do with the speed as well. The Jazz had two points in the mid-range all night. But I think that is, and, and, and you don't want to live in the mid-range, you want to find, but you still got to score some there. That is how fast the Warriors are, how quickly they close, 
that our guys are pump faking at three and moving into what usually is a shot. They're not getting it. There just were not windows for our guys to take shots tonight. And, and what you mean by windows, whenever the Jazz put the ball on the floor, they got in, a, in an area where they thought they were going to have a shot, maybe that one dribble pass past the double team or that one dribble past the guy that's closing out, there was someone there. And then the backside of, the, of, of, of that defense was doing a great job of, of covering. I mean, that's some very good defense. And, and the fact that they do such a good job of recovering, you know, with the speed that they have, you know, makes it awfully difficult to score on a team like this. So it's not all about offense with this team. And I think this team could probably be a better defensive team if they, if they really wanted to. Um, is this a measuring stick for the Jazz on okay? How far do we have to, how good do we have to be in order to beat this basketball team? Now, true enough, this Golden State Warriors team was dominant at home. We gave you some numbers there earlier, and I think, what was it, 86 and 9 or something like that since 2014, which means they're really, really good here. But, you know, the Jazz, I think, got some homework to do if they're going to defeat this team. Yeah, but on the other end, I, I'm going to take a different approach to you on that one. I, there's never been a minute in my life where I thought they could play with this team. I mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think much of anybody can play with this team. Like, if the Jazz get in a seven-game series with the Golden State Warriors, like, there's not a part of me that thinks they're winning that series. I'm not sure I think they're winning a game. Well, David, I'm not saying that they can beat this team, I, I mean, win a series against this team, but they have to figure out a way to try to beat this team. I mean, they had no shot at winning this basketball game. If you can stay in it, you have a shot. Right. They, I mean, they, they, they the Warriors are about it. to. The Warriors last year said the NBA record was seventy-three wins. Yeah. This time they, last year, gonna, you know what their score was? They right. hadn't lost the game. They hadn't lost the game. These guys, though, are on pace to win seventy-two. Like they're they're right back at it. Like this is going to be this is a historically great team again. Well, without a doubt, it definitely is. But if the Jazz are as good as what others and what we think they are they have to find a way to stand i mean there, there's confidence there's a confidence builder in and in, in staying close to this basketball team uh giving yourself a chance to win and if, if they're gonna if there's if this can be a measuring stick on, on whether or not they can go anywhere deeper into the playoffs i mean there's other teams that are that are good the houston rockets and, and the san antonio spurs and you know teams like that in the western conference that you're gonna have to play and so you know you you prepare yourself against teams like this for teams like the Warriors and the, and the San Antonio Spurs. Well, I'm going to feel better about myself than you for the rest of my life because I'm going to never compare myself to the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to worry about whether we match up with the Houston Rockets and the L.A. Clippers I'm and the San Antonio Spurs. I'm definitely Spurs. not saying that we compare to them. But, but, but you know, if you think if – you, if you, how good are we? Well, I think we might be pretty good, but I don't think I've never. I just they're. I think they're historically great again. Okay, so are we a 25, 30 point loss to this team every time we play them? We might be in this oh. building. Well, I mean, build, if we had favors in Hill, you'd like to believe it's closer. But they just ran the war. They just ran the Portland Trailblazers off by forty five the other night. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that this team isn't going to come together and just do this every night in this building. Well, if they stay healthy, they probably could. I mean, it's, look at the record here. I mean, no one beats them here. That, that's for sure. But if this team stays healthy, the Jazz aren't healthy, uh, not 100% anyway. This team was 100% healthy, and and they don't even have to play hard. Look, look at the minutes that was out there on the floor. The Green played 31 minutes. Thompson and Curry played 30, 31 minutes. Otherwise, you know, they're playing under the minutes that they play per game. Yeah. I mean, they're, here's their last home games. 
They beat the Pacers 142 to 106. They beat the Suns 138 to 109. They beat the Knicks by 103 to 90. The Blazers 135 to 90. And the Jazz 104 to 74. Since they lost that game to the Rockets, they are just annihilating people in this building. They're awfully good. Uh, there's no doubt they have a complete basketball team. They run. Uh, they do a great job in the half court. I mean, those they, they lots of ball movement. They don't mind making that extra pass. You know they run. Uh, and then we got a chance to see what, exactly what their defense is like. And, and they switch all over the floor. Like the Jazz, they kept Jaja close to the basket. Really didn't need to, but he did switch out there sometimes. Uh, to the point where they were switching all over the floor. and just really gave the Jazz problems, I thought, because the Jazz uh, didn't have cutters. They need someone cutting to the basket and, and, you know, get the defense scrambling a little bit so they can make that extra pass. Sacramento's our opponent tomorrow. As we record this, they are tight. They are knotted up in a 114-113 game with the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, and actually, if Mason Plumley makes a free throw, it would make it 114 114, and then we could see which of those teams can find it. But Mason Plumley missed both free throws, so that didn't happen. Nonetheless, the Jazz lose tonight. The Warriors go to 25 and 4. The Jazz go to 18 and 11. Jazz sitting fifth in the West. Warriors are on top. They're on pace to win 71 games. Have a good night. Be safe. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.